about time you bought someone in for me. Well, we, I did. Over summer, I had like six weeks of nothing but North Melbourne people, yeah, well, and you missed every single yeah, episode. Away. Oh, goodness me. I was Timing's sick right, of talking though. about North. But uh, no, they have started 2-0, and oh, and uh, look, premierships beckon. Because not many teams uh, lose premierships starting the year. Well, 3-0, and oh, which you should be after this weekend, so... Uh, it's all upwards um, for the Kangaroos, and Alistair Clarkson has worked a miracle. Uh, one of the ex-North Melbourne superstars uh, who's going to mm-hmm. join us now. He now works for the West Coast Eagles as a player development manager, and that's Drew Petrie, and we welcome him. G'day, Drew. Uh, g'day, Jack. G'day, Was. Thank you for having me on the show. Oh, not a problem. I thank you so much for joining us. Now, you don't do a lot of media, I understand, so well, this is a rare treat for us. <laughs> yeah, well, back in the day when I was playing, I, I dabbled here and there in... Um, and found it as a good way to, um, you know, to learn how to speak in a public forum, I suppose. So you'll, uh, your listeners and you guys will be the judges as, as to whether I still <laughs> manage to be able to do that. Oh, we'll, we'll just judge you <laughs> as, a, as a great North Melbourne player, mate. It's, uh, it's <laughs> nice to talk to you. Um, since going over to, over to Western Australia, you've obviously settled in there in all shape and form. How are you feeling over there and um, how's the vibe over there? Yeah, really enjoyed the opportunity, and and when uh, when I crossed uh, crossed from North, when sort of North mentioned or indicated there wasn't another contract for me, I didn't entertain the thought of ever playing at another club. But the phone rang, and it was an old teammate in Simo, and, and actually Brady Rawlings was a list manager at West Coast at the time, who is now back at North in in the same capacity. But um, yeah, we come across for an adventure. We come across for basically a, a ten or eleven month. Um, playing calendar, and we we had our kids ready to go back to term four in Victoria at school. So that that was that was the sort of um, attitude we had as as a, as a life adventure. But we hit six years at Christmas as um, as Western Australians now. So um, really enjoying the city, the people. Uh, West Coast Eagles has been a great club to work for. As you guys mentioned, I'm, I have a role as player development manager there, which I've had for coming up three seasons now. And um, yeah, the um, the, the footy season, the, the Western Australians love their sport and they particularly love their footy. And it's Derby week, so it's going to be a big week. As and yeah, as, as you mentioned, player development manager. How, how does that? How does your week look? Uh, are you spending a lot of your time with the, the obviously the younger players? But uh, how does your week look? Yeah, it's um, it's a mainly a desk a job, mine. It's a, it's an off, it's an off field role, so I don't do any coaching. It's um, it's a role that's been mandated into all AFL clubs. I think for about ten or maybe fifteen years, it's probably been mandated where there's someone in, in the club purely to work with the players and help them um, develop skills so they're ready for careers mm. and life after footy. Mm. So I've got um, I've got the job of making sure guys are just chipping away at something because it's inevitable in professional sport uh, that you will have a, a a lifetime as a footballer and then you'll probably have three quarters of your life to live outside of the sporting realm. So. Um, yeah, it's a great job, and uh, I think the AFL have done a great job in, in sort of uh, ensuring all clubs have someone in this role. Um, I, I help the young blokes induct into the into the footy club, and then I also help players when they transition out too to ensure that they do it as smoothly as possible because it can be quite a difficult transition after you leave the footy bubble where you do get looked after really well, and we want to make sure that blokes are developing life skills so that they can uh, stand on their own two feet when the footy club isn't there every day like it is for them at the moment. Now, West Coast Eagles, we had David Wirrapunda on our show. And Keep talking about this. It's amazing. He went across as a 16-year-old and he was given a five-bedroom apartment on oh, the beach. Yeah. 
to live in on his own. On his own. So um, I I assume West Coast have got that sort of (laughs) that covered these days. Uh, well, there was there, well there, there was no five bedroom um, coastal uh, oasis for me when I come across. Um, I might have to go knocking on some doors at the footy club uh, when I go back to work tomorrow. But no, it's you can't go too far wrong in Perth if you live sort of on the western side of the city. That uh, there's uh, there's um, there's mm-hmm. stretches and stretches of ocean to enjoy. I had a dip in the ocean. It's a day off today footy club, or sorry, footy department day off today, but um, we're, uh, he's a, a legend over here and he's done some fantastic work um, on and off the field, had a foundation named after him for a number of years yep. and um, yeah, that's uh, that's where he's, um, I think he played in a uh, past players game on the weekend actually, uh, a few of the old, old boys got, got back and had a run on off the stadium which was uh, fantastic to see so many old West Coast people there. Well, there was one that took uh, the attention of uh, everyone and that's uh, one Ben Cousins um, how, how is he? Did you catch up with him yeah. or is uh, how's he feeling? Yeah, I, I didn't talk to Ben, but uh, saw him there, and uh, he looks very fit still. I think that's one thing that we associate with Ben Cousins is his fitness and his his elite running ability when he was a player, and he and he looks like he'd fit in quite well uh, these days, even though he's probably been finished for about ten years now. So, um, yeah, the, the, I think they call well, they, not not I think they call the past players group at West Coast the Owls. So the acronym is older, wiser, larger. And slower. I think that's what the acronym stands for. And um, there's a few blokes that fit that build, uh, but there's also a few that look pretty fit still. So the, each year the club looks to bring those players back in and, and the children of those players. And fortunately, with uh, I wasn't sure because I went to see a cheer in a few weeks ago, and I wasn't sure if the stadium would allow a, a curtain raiser to go ahead, but they did, and it it um, got plenty of publicity and copped a double page spread in the West newspaper over here, mm. which was uh, really good to see so many former players connecting back with the club. So just just back on Ben, are we completely ruling out the mid-season draft? <laughs> <laughs> well, they they say never say never. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's, I mean, he looks really fit and uh, yeah, he does a bit of news broadcasting over here as well now, so um, people are uh, you know really excited to see Ben uh, uh, healthy and well. And in your, north, in your north days, playing against West Coast and now being over there, is there someone over there that you've got to know now? And, and you, but during your day, you thought, no, nah, I'm, I'm not too sure about him, but you've, you've gotten to know and he's like, yeah, he's a ripper? Yeah. Oh, I think that happens so much in across all footy clubs. Until you meet people, you often just... The only way you, you judge somebody is, is, is in that two hours on the footy field and we all... Once we cross the white line, we can all sometimes turn into monsters and uh, aggressive beasts and um, do things that you might do differently um, had you known the person. But there was one player when I come across to West Coast, and it was Will Schofield. Um, we played on each other a number of times, and uh, we'd had a few, like, I say little run-ins, a little push and shoves or a few verbals. And in 2015, at the end of um, when we lost the prelim to West Coast, I got a bit grumpy in the last quarter, and we had a bit of a verbal anyway. I'd come across to West Coast and, you know, I was a bit walking on eggshells around Will early on and the boys had um, found a photo of Scoey and I, like, in a scuffle and they'd uploaded that photo onto all of the iPads that we used in the gym at the time. So anyone who was going to do weights would see this photo of me in my North gear and Scoey in his West Coast gear (laughs) scruffing each other and um, it was a bit of an awkward moment but Shannon Hearn was uh, quickly to uh, break the ice and... He, I think he was the one that put that photo up on the iPads, <laughs> and, and it was just good to actually have a laugh at. So, um, 
yeah, I suppose Scoey, Scoey was one who had those run-ins with, but um, yeah, when I met him and, and was his, ta- we, we were teammates. <laughs> he realised how how good a bloke he really is. So <laughs> probably Scoey's that man who, um, you know. Who, fit, who sort of fits the description of what you guys are talking about. And he is still like a, a big, as in sort of North man or North supporter. We saw a vision of, uh, I think it was Lindsay Thomas uh, cheering oh. home the last quarter on the weekend. Um, would, that, would you have been in a similar position? Yeah, yeah, I was. I was watching the game. I was the same. Um, I was the same as Lindsay if there was a camera on me. I wouldn't have been as animated, I don't think. I was sitting down on the couch. I wasn't, uh, you know, coaching from the sidelines like Lindsay was, but I was definitely the same. Um, I was really happy to see the boys win, and it's great to see North Melbourne start the year so well. I think there's five guys who I played with at North who were who were still there, and um, I certainly have a, a soft spot for those guys particularly. Um, but, I, of course, I'll always love the club spent 16 years there and they gave me so much so um, I do I do follow from afar but I'm certainly well and truly invested in West Coast and um, and uh, and sort of wear the, the, the yellow and blue colours these days. Do you think though that, that North are giving you so much you might be able to uh, get Lindsay a uh, TV cabinet to put the TV on? <laughs> oh, he played footy long enough. Yeah, I think he should be he able to afford it. Uh, he, he was in the game long enough to have his pockets to put it on a... Um, <laughs> put the tele- maybe he's about to put it on the wall. Maybe yeah, he's maybe. about to get a wall bracket and bounce it on the wall to make it look even, even better than the old TV cabinet. So we'll give him that as an out. Yeah, fair enough. Very good. Um, now, we got you on to talk about the Toby. Uh, this, this weekend, this Sunday, which will be fantastic. Uh, you've played in one. Um, obviously, you've been around the Eagles a while now. Uh, is it a different week? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, as you said, I, I played in one in 2017, and uh, I think sometimes the, what I've found in, in my six years across here is that, because when he was in Victoria, I thought, wow, every derby just must be an enormous build-up during the week, and it is. But some derbies, um, you know, depending on where the ladder positions are and and, and the form of teams, it can it, that can have a significant impact external impact not an internal you just prepare like it's another game but externally the public certainly get behind it when there's a bit more a bit more at stake let's say so um yeah i'm not sure of the build-up so far this week um there's definitely much more of um anticipation in the in the public domain with um events and functions and um you know the media go to town on building the game up which is great um hopefully we get it's a Fremantle home game, so certainly hoping for a packed stadium on Sunday afternoon. But um, you do just prepare as per you would another week. It's not something that um, gets built up internally. It's more, uh, you guys would hear this word used a lot in the footy game. As a, It's just a process each week to um, ensure that you focus on what you can control and those sorts of things. So that's how you build up internally. But, yeah, the public and the media certainly pump up the week, and it's, uh, it's a great great week to be a part of uh, Derby Week. Uh, and one, one last one for me, Drew. Uh, we were talking last week about the crowds over in WA, the, the support, and, and I suppose the atmosphere is everything over there. It's, it's been really great. We were worried with West Coast playing GWS and Fremantle playing North. We were worried about sort of what sort of crowds. And I had looked up both over 40,000, so footy over there is going pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, two really good crowds, as you mentioned, um, Giants and North probably sort of lower drawing crowds uh, but to hit those figures was great and the atmosphere uh, at, at the West Coast Giants game on Sunday afternoon was, was electric it was um, 
I think our fans, certainly in the second quarter, when we performed the way we did in kicking eight goals, uh, it was the noise was equivalent to anything I've ever heard at Optus Stadium. So the the people over here have been have been craving footy and looking forward to it, and, and our spectators are de- definitely very vocal. I've been on the raw end of the <laughs> the, the booze a few times um, over many years, but got to experience the cheers at Subiaco for one year. So the West Coast fans and the Frio fans will definitely be out in force here. Yeah, I'd expect fifty five thousand at Optus Stadium on Sunday. Yeah, sorry. One last one. One of our favourite players probably was one of yours as well, Josh Kennedy. Um, what, what, yeah. Do you know where is he still over there? Is he one staying over there? What's he up to? Do you know? Yeah, yeah, JK. Yeah, uh, I love turning on the footy on Sunday afternoons when I was in Melbourne, and jo- Josh Kennedy he's probably kicked seven, eight, or nine, or ten. It was um, mm. it was an absolute joy to play with JK, and he did a lap of honour last week oh, nice. um, in the in the car on the in the motorcade uh, to celebrate his. Uh, incredible career. He, he's still here. He's moved back up a little bit north of Perth, sort of three and a half hours north of Perth, back to Geraldton, where he he grew up. But he spends a lot of time in Perth still. Um, see him around the footy club still. Um, yeah, he's just um, he's a legacy player. He's had a, a, an amazing career, and he's set up a foundation up in Geraldton to help um, disadvantaged disadvantaged young people. So he's got a great heart, and um, he'll certainly. Uh, do well in in his life after footy. Ah, oh, beauty. He's Huge. a ripper. And uh, what, what was the most pleasing thing about uh, the win on the weekend, Drew? Um, <clears throat> you know, the, the team only won two games last year. So yeah. what was the best thing about the win? Um, a number of things. I, I think um, being able to put some young guys into the team, I think we had four teenagers play on the weekend, so giving Campbell Chesser... Um, a Noah Long, Ruben Jindy and Elijah Hewitt um, games is, is a real positive. Um, just to see some guys get some reward. They've, they have toiled really well over the summer and, and got themselves really fit. So to see them um, put actually put that into some um, actions on the weekend, which is which is something they've all got inside. And sometimes it's just a bit of belief needs to come along with the fitness and the training they've done. And I think we saw that, particularly in that second quarter, as I mentioned, where we kicked eight goals. Very good, yes. And uh, just the last one, uh, uh, should I get Andrew Gaffey in a super coach team? <laughs> I think that's inside information. I'd get like a massive fine and probably sack if I gave you that sort of info. <laughs> oh, Gaffey, look, I don't do super coach anymore, so I'm the worst person to probably ask that kind of that kind of look. Super coach was fun in those first couple of years, but then they got too serious. There's too many people doing their own algorithms and yeah. having their. Oh, it just got too full on. So yeah. I, don't, I don't bother anymore. He's, he's I mean, I'm, I don't know what his value is. I don't know anything. No, about it's that. just that we need to trade out for Jacob Hopper. He's out for the tying, so uh, we, need to, right. we need to think about an him. So Gaff might be. Uh, yes. yeah, Gaff might be a replay. Who else have we got on the radar? Uh, no, he was the only one because he scored well. Oh, bring, bring him in. Bring yeah, him. Bring in Gaff. Okay, that's what I'm getting. All right, I'll leave that up to you, and maybe you'll. Listeners can give you some advice. <laughs> Very good, Drew. We might leave it there, mate. But um, it's such a joy to catch up, and uh, thank you so much for your time. No pleasure. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Was. Thanks, Drew. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Problem. What a superstar, uh, Drew Petrie, the ex-North Melbourne and West Coast gun. Loved by many. Up.